Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Hey, what's going on, Rudder Nation? This is Jerry from Beyond the Rut, and this is another installment of Jerry's Short. This is the short episode I like to share with you from my show that just gets right down to the nitty gritty of some points to get you through the weekend into the next week. So in this episode, I want to talk about servant leadership. I talk about it a lot. I've been on podcast as a guest to share about my insights on servant leadership from a military perspective as well as a Christian perspective. But somebody's been asking, and some of you have been asking, so what does that entail? Well, there's a book out there that I got my hands on by uh, Sip and Frick. I might be saying their names wrong or incorrectly. Uh, Seven Pillars of Servant Leadership. Uh, and then, of course, the father of the concept around servant leadership, or it made it mainstream in the 1970s, is a guy named Greenleaf. So if you want to read the, the original text from the 70s, Greenleaf is your guy. Of course, he based it off of a guy named Jesus Christ. Now, I was exposed to servant leadership and the concept of it when I was in the military. Just ideas that Simon Sinek made popular through his TEDx talk, Leaders Eat Last, which I think he wrote a book with the same title. And that is, in essence, what was my first introduction into servant leadership. And that was my military leaders, especially my non-commissioned officers, the sergeants ahead of me, taking the time to make sure that their soldiers ate first before they themselves went and got a meal. But they went above and beyond that. It was everything from making sure people were trained, people were properly equipped, properly getting paid, uh, taking time off for leave to be with their families, those kinds of things. Uh, and all that made me very interested in leading like that. And I later learned that that's referred to as servant leadership. Now, according to this book, Seven Pillars of Servant Leadership, uh, I'm just going to rapid fire these with you. And I can't go into a lot of depth because this is meant to be a short episode, but essentially the seven things you need to be a servant leader include be a person of character. So do you have integrity? Do you have consistency in how you deal with everybody? Do people look at you and, and think of you in terms of respect and trust? That's being a person of character. The second thing is putting people first. So a servant leader seeks to serve first. And once the needs of everybody have been met, then leads them into a project, a vision, a mission, and so on. The third thing is to be a skilled communicator. So you may have heard the phrase, you know, first seek to understand, then to be understood. Uh, another phrase I've heard is, you know, you have two ears to listen, one mouth to speak, use them accordingly. And that is what it means to be a skilled communicator. Are you communicating in a way that you understand the people around you, your customers, your team members, your employees, and so on, before you even speak up and say, this is what I need, this is what I want to do? The fourth thing is to be a compassionate collaborator. You know, you know, some leaders make the mistake of thinking they've got to do it all themselves and they hold it all close. They keep a tight rein on the information, on the tasks, the goals, and so on. And if you think about any team you've been on where the leader led just like that, how long did you stay on that team? Probably long enough before they realized you're just collecting a paycheck. So if you want to have meaningful work, you want to have teams that have impact, you got to learn to build a team that's based on trust and people are able to go and exercise their skills and strengths to make a difference. And, and this also means that 
you're giving everybody space to share their perspective, their insights, their ideas, because you, again, don't have the whole beach ball. You have one stripe and everybody else around you brings another stripe to that ball. The fifth thing is foresight. So this is where you have a vision. So servant leaders aren't just meeting the needs of people in the immediate time frame. They're thinking ahead. How do I meet the needs of my clients years from now, months from now? How do I anticipate the needs of my team so they have everything that they need? And that leads to the sixth thing, and that's to be a systems thinker. So it's not just about my lane right here, right now, but how does my lane or my project or my work fit into the bigger picture of the organization, the community, even the world? And, and so that's where systems thinking comes into play. How does what we do impact other people? How does what that person does impact the rest of us? And that is something a servant leader takes into mind or consideration. And then the seventh thing is moral authority. So that means the position isn't always the person in charge. Uh, you know, among flight crews, the person with the most experience or the most knowledge will be the person who is leading. And there are certain special operations groups in the military that do just that. So it's not positional authority that makes a difference, but moral authority. Uh, so who has the best insights? Who has the best experience? But also, there's empowerment there. I'm going to hand off an area of responsibility to one of my team members who reports to me, and I trust them to lead this project. And anytime this project goes out in the forefront, I'm going to make sure that that person leading the project gets the spotlight and is presented in a an honoring way in that spotlight. So those are the quick, very quick, down and dirty, seven pillars of servant leadership. So the first one, again, person of character. Second one, putting people first. The third one being a skilled communicator. Fourth, compassionate collaborator. Fifth, foresight. Sixth, systems thinker. And seventh, moral authority. And this you can find in a book called Seven Pillars of Servant Leadership. If you want to learn more about it, reach out to me at btrimpact.com. There you'll find my website. I have a whole page on training and workshops as well as a speaker page. And just hire me to come to your organization and spark the discussion around servant leadership and you know, talk about how do we implement this in your organization? How do we strengthen it? How do we make it better? So there you have it. The seven pillars of servant leadership, what to look for, how to be that person and where to reach me if you want more information. Now, later this month, I'm going to bring up a couple of Jerry shorts related to delegation as well as communication. So there you have it. This has been another Jerry short. And until next time, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.